This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Becky All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time to talk a little college football and recap week five of the season. And guys, Georgia survived a scare. They were at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Auburn was up for a little bit, and that game was a lot closer than perhaps it should have been. Georgia does escape, though, 27-20. And this to me is significant because Georgia really isn't going to play too many teams between now and the SEC championship that really impress us. Like Tennessee is starting to get injured and hobbled. Florida looks terrible. Kentucky, uh, you know, they dismantled them uh, on Saturday. It's one of those where we knew that Georgia's schedule was going to be easy for a good chunk of the regular season, but they haven't exactly wowed us in the process. And so does that mean that maybe they're a little vulnerable than we were anticipating, Joe? Is it possible that maybe there's another team that is, gasp, better than the Bulldogs? They have not covered four of their five games this year, and it is a little alarming, a little bit. I think most people are inclined to say, look, it's Georgia. They knew they can sleepwalk through these games. That's exactly what they're doing. They've played two conference games, 24 to 14. First off, the the South Carolina game, what, they have three points at halftime? Three points in the first half? And then it's 2020, three and a half minutes left against Auburn. Those are your two SEC matchups. And as I mentioned, not covered four or five. I'm starting to wonder. I'm starting to wonder until they do what they're supposed to do. I'm not going to quickly jump up and say, yeah, it's – they know they're fine. It's Georgia. They're fine. One of these teams might sneak up on them. I know it's a softer schedule, as you mentioned, but uh, I, I, now I'm starting to be concerned. And, I, and I'm wondering, you know, in the betting markets for the the entire season, all off season, for qu- a couple of years now, it's been a bit of a gap. It's Georgia and everybody else. So I wonder if it should be Georgia and everybody else or if they're on another tier with other teams. Well, I know who is on another tier, Brock Bowers. He is that dude. He's unstoppable. Just amazing to watch him play. I was reading like some people are saying, you know, he's in the middle of the Heisman, you know, conversation now. Could he really win it, though, as a tight end with all these good quarterbacks? Is it even worth a sprinkle at 100 to 1? No. I didn't I don't think, think, so. So. I don't think so. I think we need to pump the brakes on that in terms of putting your actual money. It doesn't seem like he's, I mean, I'm already excited. You look at all these bad quarterbacks in the NFL right now. It's like, I can't wait for this new quarterback class to enter the guys that we're watching right now. It's awesome. Yeah. There, there's, I mean, the PAC 12 has three or four outstanding <laughs> quarterbacks. 
We've got the SEC with a couple of fantastic guys. I mean, we watched that LSU Ole Miss game. That went back and forth. You've got two exceptional quarterbacks in that game. This feels like a year where it's only quarterbacks as finalists to win the Heisman. I'm not even sure that anybody from any other position is really in contention because there are just so Mm -hmm. many good quarterbacks who are just lighting it up on the scoreboard. So so there is that element. The other thing, too, is if you're looking at power rankings right now, Ohio State is number one in America. And to me, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, they had a really close game against Notre Dame. But the way that I look at this is that if you have one bad game, that's fine. I think every national champion for the last several years, they've had that one close game. And sometimes in the SEC, it involves Auburn. So that's funny. But it is interesting that you get the one pass, and that's fine. You really can't have two, though, by October 1st. That, to me, is asking too much. To have two close conference games, yeah, you win both of them, and yeah, on the road, you know, at Auburn, but at Mm -hmm. some point, you have to start dominating your competition. And really, Georgia, for the most part, hasn't done that yet. And, you know, you've got to change a quarterback, so you're not, you're not exactly sure what to expect. At some point, the, the defensive recycling, at some point, that's going to take a dip downward. There are too many other good teams, Joe, that have impressed me a good bit more up to this season where I don't think Georgia is the best team in the country anymore. Well, speaking of teams that haven't played anyone, what the betting market did is they put Georgia on a t- top tier with someone else, and it's not Ohio State. They decided to put Michigan there because right now it's Georgia three to one, Michigan four to one. I I don't like to reward the teams that just line up the cupcakes for the first couple of months. That's what these teams are doing, right? With Michigan, it's East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, and it was Nebraska this past week, and they get Minnesota this coming week. It's just like they're gonna walk to nine and zero before they end up playing Penn State. And at that point, they might be the favorite in the country. I don't know if they should be, but they might be. Just 9-0. And, you know, McCarthy, had his game was fine. Only 156 yards. He has not had these games. We'll talk about some of these other matchups that we saw on Saturday, where it's like, wow, he led them to victory. He carried the team. He just hasn't. I know some of the metrics earlier in the season were good, but just – what he's throwing like he's thrown for 200 plus once in his last three games Good night. that's a great point the cupcake schedule looking at Hartman's stats I mean their run game has been really good running by committee 249 yards three touchdowns uh but the defense for Michigan is also really good do you think they're gonna stumble oh, yeah. once they start playing stiffer competition I have no idea they, yeah, they haven't allowed more than seven points in a game this year. And they, mm-hmm. they, they should be commended for that. So, uh, But, mm-hmm. again, play somebody. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's another road game. It's Minnesota this week. But, yeah, they're, they're not going to play some. They're going to be 9-0, and they're going to have Penn State and Ohio State in their last three weeks. So then that's – I mean, so, it's a cop-out, but that's when we're going to learn about this team. Right. And and also Michigan, you know, under Harbaugh has sort of played this physical brand of football where they go, okay, we know we can beat you toe to toe. So we're just going to make sure we do that and not to get too cute, things like that. But what that does do is it affects McCarthy's Heisman candidacy. 
And I'm mm-hmm. curious, like maybe he is the best quarterback in, in college football. That's possible. But the resume is not going to be there because nope. they want to just pound the football and, and play this physical style. And they'll win games that way. But I don't know if it's going to put McCarthy in the right light. Even though Heisman's tend to be won in November, later in the year, still, though, you're going to yeah. have to overcome all these other fantastic quarterback performances. And ne- even though it's October and early October, it might be too little too late. So I think what this is doing, maybe Michigan can still win the national championship. That's fine. But I'm really worried about McCarthy's Heisman situation just because I don't know if he's going to have enough time to really prove to everyone that he is the best quarterback in the country with so many other great guys out there, including Caleb Williams for USC. And he needed mm-hmm. to be every bit as good as we saw against Colorado to knock them off 48 to 41. Joe, I am getting a migraine watching this USC defense. A migraine. Like, turn the lights off. Put, give me some sunglasses because my head hurts watching how many explosive plays that they give up. And I get Shadur Sanders is fantastic. He absolutely is. But they can't keep doing this if they're going to be a national title contender, much less a Pac-12 contender as well. And all of that is only going to help Caleb Williams for a back-to-back Heisman because they're going to need to keep throwing, throwing, throwing like it was on Saturday. He threw for six touchdowns. And late in that game was his first interception on the year. Joel Klatt was selling it like, hard to a disgusting level i'm like joel please can you just stop but i can't sit here and say that he was wrong about any of it there's now the gap there's caleb williams plus 170 favorite and Penix is the second favorite plus 400 then it drops to yours can he do it that's that's what i was thinking the entire time watching that game as it flew over the high total of 73 and a half in the third quarter can he do it well with the numbers he's putting up and I and I've been like fade Caleb Williams guy, and I'll there's no values, so yeah, I'll always look elsewhere. But with they can't stop anybody, so he's going to have to keep scoring forty plus every single game, and he's probably going to be able to do it. So I'm just thinking about the numbers that he's going to compile by the end of the season, assuming he stays healthy. He just might go back to back, even though we haven't seen it in fifty years. Wow. Yeah, I'm with you. And it's tough. Like, is it still, is plus 550 still available or is it really down to like it's plus, plus 170? It's yeah. 170. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. No, That's there's no crazy. chance I would bet it, but he just might do it again because the numbers might be so gaudy. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. There's now, no and, way and Penix could numbers, catch him. No, he well, could. But. Yeah, Penix and Williams last week, they were neck and neck, if I'm not mistaken. I think like around three to one plus 350. Yeah, something like that. And then... Washington, mm-hmm. you know, they still won the game, but it was a, a less than phenomenal performance. Meanwhile, Caleb Williams, six touchdown passes, all sorts of good stuff. So definitely had the better week, but it also felt like the market way overreacted to what Caleb Williams did, knowing full well that, like, look, there's going to be the thing with USC, the schedule gets a lot harder later in the year. So he has to maintain these performances against stiffer competition for that to happen. And I have my questions there. Meanwhile, you've got all these other fantastic quarterbacks like Penix, you know, Bo Nix, you know, Oregon. I, I don't know if they can sort of handle explosive plays, but Bo Nix is certainly in that conversation. A lot of other great quarterbacks where I'm going to reserve judgment when it comes to what Caleb Williams can do. And, and heck, I mean, you know, we watched the Ole Miss LSU game. I watched that, you know, carefully. What, what Jackson Dart did was phenomenal. So there's still enough room and enough time, I think, for a dark horse to get in there, Joe. Yeah. Uh, Penix has 2,000 passing yards in five games. It's pretty good. And Caleb Williams has 24 total touchdowns in five games. Wow. So this is going to be fascinating to watch. Yeah, I would not bet Caleb Williams, but he might just get it in the end. Uh, Yeah, that – that over was so easy. I was big on the second half over. I mean, that was that was so easy. It was enjoyable to watch. And, and by the way, Shadur mm-hmm. Sanders, he had more total right. yards than Caleb Williams in this game. He had 421 yeah. total yards. Like, it was terrific. That was, and I know it was against an extremely soft defense. I get all that. But uh, Colorado covers easily with all the points that they scored at the very end. The n- number closed 22. So we continue to to watch. They are fun. I know people get sick of it. I love watching Colorado games because they're fun as hell. I know. It just Me seems too. like they get going a little too late when they're like the last couple of weeks when they're just so far behind. But when they were down 21 nothing, and Shadur Sanders has that long touchdown pass, that was awesome. I think Colorado's secondary has some question marks, though. But even Sanders, <laughs> when he ran one in for a touchdown, that was exciting. Just. I love watching them, but I think they're hitting their groove just a little bit too late. But I believe in Coach Prime when he said, get us now last week after that terrible loss. I think they're just going to mm-hmm. keep getting better and better. And then the recruiting, too, for next season. They're, I, I have no doubts that they're going to fix all of their holes and be much How about better. All the celebrities that came there to Colorado for that game on Saturday? Oh, yeah. The sightseeing in and oh. of itself. Yeah. That matters. It It matters to recruits to see, you know, celebrities like that on the sideline. The one thing, though, I would push back on, you saw the clock Mm -hmm. management at the end for Colorado when they were down two scores, then got that touchdown, but then they kind of forced themselves into that onside kick. That's where I'm a little concerned when it comes to what Coach Prime can do. Because if clock management isn't up to snuff, 
yeah, you can have all the great recruits in the world, but guess what? You're going to face other good teams with other great recruiting classes. And so I want to see a little bit better in-game management from Deion Sanders for me to feel comfortable that Colorado can be a real threat next year. But no doubt in my mind he can recruit, and no doubt in my mind that he's going to have talent out there uh, very, very soon. I just worry about you know, those in-game kinds of decisions. And I guess I can say that about most coaches in college football, but that one especially kind of stands out to me. He, he, uh, here here are other... some of that were at that game. LeBron, Jay-Z, yeah. Snoop, Will Ferrell, Matthew McConaughey, DJ Khaled, Lil Wayne, Michael Irvin was there, Terrell Owens, CC Sabathia. Deshaun Jackson. Kevin oh Garnett, God. Paul Pierce. It, it was ridiculous. <laughs> can feel an all-star team from the sideline that's remarkable and and Colorado sidelines are kind of small so like you know they were willing right. to deal with the not so great situations to hang out in Boulder um something else too that really stood out to me and I know it wasn't in a marquee game but when you look at line movement for the national championship Alabama has gone from 50 to 1 to 20 to 1 and after LSU mm. lost to Ole Miss if Alabama is the best team in the SEC West, and I haven't placed, they haven't faced LSU yet, but if Alabama does win that division and face Georgia, is there a path for the Tide to make a run? Oh yeah! Wow! Oh yeah! And I see some, yeah, there's some 25s available, but that Bama move was because of Georgia. People are watching mm-hmm. the Bulldogs and thinking they're vulnerable. So in, that's interesting to note for sure. Absolutely. Cannot forget about Alabama, which feels weird to say, but it's the truth. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our first first look at line movements for week five of the NFL. That's right here on the BetQL Network.